0: Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Praise God. Praise God. He's faithful. Hey, um, can we get the lights up? I really feel like I'm supposed to prophesy over some folks before we jump into the message. Um, uh, you guys get a little more excited about that, but that's okay. Um, Jesus is Lord. Can we get the lights up over the the crowd? Somebody help me with that. Not this one, because I can't see what this one is. (laughs) The Lord's returning. Uh, The purpose of prophecy is to propel us into our destiny. Amen. The purpose of prophecy is to propel us. Prosperity is imparted through prophecy. Prosperity of purpose, prosperity of life, prosperity of heart. We do prophecy all the time here in the community. We break people into groups and do prophetic ministry. It's incredible. Uh, The beauty of prophesying over people in front of everybody else is, we as a community get to partner with God's faith towards that person. And we get to see how God sees them, how God values them and how God is working in and through their life. Just a quick testimony on that. Um, I was on Facebook Live recently, and I I go on there, and the Holy Spirit's like, I want you to go and prophesy over people. I'm like, God, I don't have anything. I don't have a message. He says, no, just go on and love people. You know, sometimes if you just step out in love, you'll find yourself stepping out in God. That's a good word right there. Isn't that a good word? Somebody step out in love, you step out in God. So I get on there, and as I'm talking, I just have this sense. I said, there's someone watching right now, and your son's birthday is this date in the month of June. And there's something about the letters A and L in your name. A and L in your name. Well, this woman, I didn't know she was watching. She writes in. She got, her name's Angela. Well, that would count. A and L are in her name, Angela. So she writes, she says, My son's birthday is one day from that date you just said, and we're in the hospital right now with him. And I said, oh, this is a divine setup. As I I began to pray for them, I just started thinking about the book of Jeremiah. So I said, hey, there's something about Jeremiah. She goes, that's my son's name. My son's name is Jeremiah. We're in the hospital right now. He has pneumonia. I said, God's about to heal your son. We prayed for his son. Everybody on the stream prayed for a son. I got a picture before and after. He was on oxygen. They had life support in the room. His eyes were closed before and after. Off oxygen. Eyes open. Responsive. Experiencing God's presence. So, all for the glory of God. Jesus is Lord. Just give Jesus a shout. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Yeah. so I want to I want to prophesy over a few people in front of the community. As you're hearing words over someone else, if some of the words prick your heart, just say, I'm taking that for me too. God's no respecter of persons. If he's speaking to one, he's speaking to all. We're members of one another. So a word over one person is a word over all of us. But God wants to propel a few people. Tim, could you just stand and your wife? Um, it's Marie, right? Wait, Mary, Mary. Okay. Uh, Jesus, Jesus' mom. Mary, yeah. I just saw halos all around you guys. And I just see the favor of the Most High wrapping you together with love. I just see, bro, you've been anointed for intercession. You've been anointed to pray. You've been anointed to minister to the sick. You've been anointed to bring people into freedom. But I saw God putting a hula hoop around you of favor. But the hula hoop of favor was connected to community in a whole Different and depth of way and I feel like the Lord is going to cause I know Tim a bit But I, I feel this sense of things with even his work with things you've done with coaching and things you've done with real estate I feel the Lord saying there's increase on your path and I see the Lord Arranging your steps and like Psalm 23 goodness and mercy are chasing after you Want you to stretch your hands towards this man Just stretch your hands towards him Just begin to pray in the spirit for Tim and his wife Mary right now just pray for them. God, we just decree increase of favor, increase of connections, increase of heart. The heart of God overshadowing their family. In Jesus' name. Mary, just put your hand in your belly. God, we just thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Give Jesus a shout. I got a couple more. Where'd Jen go? Where'd Jen go? Miss Goff? She's still here? Oh, there you are. Could you come back up to the front row for me? Come where you belong. Everybody belongs on the front row, we just don't have enough seats for everybody. <laughs> everybody goes to front row. I was during worship, I, was, I had a vision, and I was, you know, our Lord's really going to return, and He's going to really rule and reign in the earth. He's a real, he's a real God and he's a real man and he's a real person. Jesus Christ is alive and well. He's resurrected from the dead. He's conquered sin. He's conquered death and he's going to rule and reign. He's going to walk through Jerusalem. And I was seeing, I was having a vision and I was like, God, I just want to be on the front row when you walk into that place. I want to be on the front row. Do you guys want to be on the front row? Just stand up, Jen. Um, Tiffany, would you stand up with her and put your hands on her shoulder or just on her back? Just take one half step forward, Jen, because I just see the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord's called you and favored you, Jen, for missions. He's called you and favored you to walk as an ambassador in the earth. And I see this book that you haven't even written yet. I feel like the books that you've written so far are actually, they've gone around the world, they've blessed many people, but compared to what you're about to do, they were only practice. They were only practice compared to what God's going to do. He's going to cause you to write about champions of faith in this generation. And this generation is going to praise. One generation is going to praise the works of God to another. And you're going to be like Psalm 71. You're going to praise the works of God one generation to another through your writings. And I see the Lord. He's going to give you special favor like this platform even in Hong Kong and connected to people there with the underground house church movement in China. He's going to cause you to catalog the move of the spirit and you're going to get to catalog things that people haven't even heard about So if i just stretch your hands towards Jen. Jen is an author. She wrote that book that Paris was quoting from earlier. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome that one of us, any of us in this room, could do something that could go around the world and change people's destinies forever? God, we just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing through Jen. We just declare increase of favor, increase of opportunities, increase of microphones, increase of space to declare the wonders of God from one generation to another. In Jesus' name mighty name amen amen that's awesome um i got some more is this okay paris did you stand can you stand for me man i feel the anointing really strong you just you guys felt the anointing of god during worship didn't you just the presence of our king in this place i just feel you're like what what do you mean what does he feel well it feels like i feel i feel more intoxicated than the people that were here last night that's what it feels like Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled. Paris, God says you are filled. Ephesians says that you would know the love of God which surpasses all understanding. That you have been filled with all the fullness of God. Literally, the, the Greek there says have been filled. See, you'll actually start to understand the love of God when you realize how filled with his presence you really are. That the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Christ in bodily form and now... Christ made his home in you. The fullness of God in bodily form in you and me. Paris, I just see you taking the revelation of grace around the world. I saw during worship... A vision of you. And it was wild because you had like like fire on your head like a mohawk. It looked like a fiery mohawk on your head. And I saw fire on your feet. And it's the gift and the spirit and the office of an evangelist on your life. And I just see that the Lord has truly called you, my friend, to preach his word to the nations. To preach his word to many people. The people that are dull of hearing are going to hear his word through you. And they're going to hear it in your persona and your way and your flow. They're going to hear him, and they're going to know the love of the God of Israel. They're going to see him. And I saw a picture of you, bro, during worship, and you were actually in Columbia, and you were sharing in this massive, massive church. This was like a church of like 50,000 plus people. And I saw you sharing testimony of the things which you had not only heard, but the things which you had seen with your very eyes. I see the Lord really arranging your steps, Paris, and I see the Lord accelerating. I see the last seven years have been a series of learning experiences, a series of learning experiences on your knees. But I see the next seven years a series of learning experiences on your feet. What you've what you've experienced so far has, has been on your knees, but what you're going to experience is up on your feet in the name of Jesus. will don't you stretch your hands towards him? Just say more favor, greater expression, the gift of evangelism, the working of miracles, healing signs and wonders in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Give Jesus a shout. That was cool. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I have uh, one more, but this one's kind of like for a group of people or a couple people. Are there any circuit riders here today? Any circuit riders? Got one. Go ahead and stand. Anyone else? Circuit riders, if you don't know what circuit riders are, they're a YWAM group. Go ahead and stand. Go ahead and stand. Is there anyone else? I just want to make sure. Anyone else is circuit riders? Uh, I don't know you, but I kept thinking. It's funny because during worship, I wish I'd written down. I had a word for a circuit rider who's a worship leader. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but she was on stage (laughs) during worship. You can believe me or not, whether you believe me or not. Like, if I'm lying, I'm lying before God, so he'll judge me for that. So you can believe me if you don't want. I had a word of knowledge for... I felt like there was a connection to this person with the East Coast. Does that make sense to you at all? Where are you from? South Carolina. Okay. I don't know her. I don't know her. Um, Is there... You said South Carolina, but now I'm thinking about names with C's in them. Is there a name with a C in you, like with your mom or someone that's close to you or aunt or something? Like a C name? Does that make sense to you? It doesn't I was, nothing you could think of. All right. I'm thinking about the month of June. And God says there's been an acceleration on your life in the month of June. You thought things were slowing down, but there's actually been an acceleration on your life since the month of June. And I feel like the Lord there was something around the 15th of June, like, you made a decision to commit to something that you didn't know would work out, but it's totally worked out for the goodness of God. Does this make sense to you at all? Does this make sense? Was it right in there? Like, what does that mean? I don't know what it means. It's awesome. What's your first name? Shayna. Why don't you guys stretch your hands towards Shayna. Yeah, I, had, I, I sensed during worship God was speaking to a circuit rider from the East Coast who leads worship. Oh. I was actually thinking about the state of Florida. I didn't say it, but there's something about you connected to Florida as well with things in your family. God is going to cause doors to open for you. And you've laid on floors, but God is going to cause you to sleep in beds of abundance. He's going to cause you to walk with abundance. He's going to cause you to walk with wealth. He's brought you here to teach you a new thing and cause you to sing a new song over a generation. And I saw the Lord causing your voice and your song to echo over our generation and to release the sound of abundance, to release the sound of prosperity of heart and to release the sound of intimacy and fellowship. With King Jesus just stretch your hands towards them and we're just gonna we're gonna sing that over her the all hail King Jesus We're just gonna sing it one more time all hail King Jesus All hail the Lord of heaven and Earth All hail King Jesus All hail the Savior All hail the Savior of the world. Father, we bless Shana with your spirit. God, we bless her with opportunity, and we bless her with prosperity. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Give Jesus a shout. He's faithful. He's faithful. Bobby Brown, would you come up? Bobby Brown's going to share a testimony with you guys. We shared last week a message on faith, right? You guys clap for Bobby Brown. This is good. How many guys know Bobby. Wave your hand you know Bobby. Bobby is like a, a father in this community. He's a great man of God. I love Bobby. I've known Bobby for over 10 years. I've, I've done evangelism with Bobby when he was helping with uh, youth pastoring in Orange County. He's a businessman, mighty businessman of God. He, he's awesome. He's just like a father. He's a forerunner. And um, I wanted him to share a testimony of faith. We were sharing about faith last week. We were preaching out of Hebrews 11 and even Hebrews 12. We were preaching about faith being now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Say now faith. See hope is expectation of good in the future, but faith is always now see much of what's preached in the church is expectation for the future Yeah, God's gonna do a good thing in your life. Things have been hard things have been rough But God's gonna redeem your past see that's future tense. That's hope see hope is good, but faith is manifestation Hope is good, but faith is manifestation. Now, in the soil of hope, faith grows. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the title deed. It literally is the manifestation of what you're believing for. Faith does not put things in the future. Faith apprehends the promises of God in the now. And we as a church community are called to apprehend faith. It's faith to person. The word substance there also means reality. It also means person. Faith is a person. His name is Jesus. We talked about Peter walking on the water. He walked upon the word of God when he walked on the water. He walked upon what God had said. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the spoken word of God. How do you know what the will of God is? Faith begins where the will of God is known. When you hear God's voice through scripture and through his declared word, you begin to walk on that declared word and you begin to walk where Jesus is. See, some of us aren't experiencing intimacy with God because we aren't actually operating in faith. We're operating in hope. Hope is, man, one day I'm going to walk on water. Faith is, Jesus is on the water. I'm not even sure if it's him, but if he says to me, come, I'm going to come, and you're going to walk on water. Peter walked on water twice, we know. He fell because what? He took his eyes off of Jesus and put his eyes on the circumstances. But he got to walk with Jesus twice, didn't he? He got to walk upon the water again with Jesus back to the boat. Jesus rebuked him. Why? Because he actually had enough faith to walk on the water. He'd already been doing it. See, a lot of us don't think we have enough faith. But in reality, we've been given enough faith. We just haven't learned how to doubt our doubts. So Bobby's going to share a story of... A mighty work of faith. As you share in the testimony, I want you to take this testament heart of not, wow, God, you could do that through somebody else. I want you to take it and say, God, you're going to do that through me. And I want you to transpose it into your life, into a situation of work, into a situation of your world. Because God speaks to us in the worlds that we're operating in, in the offices that we occupy in culture. Whether it's a real estate agent, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a teacher, whether it's a mom, whether it's a dad. God speaks to you promises of faith for your area of operation. Amen. So give Bobby a clap. He's going to share a testimony for a few minutes
1: yeah that's awesome i love that you said that (laughs) because when i'm sharing this it's awesome but it's just it's about god and us and our stewardship of faith and being obedient to what he's calling us to so in james it says ask believing if any of you lack wisdom ask believing with faith faith and it'll be given to you so that wisdom is implemented in every area of our life just like chris said so take it as that so i'll start with it it's 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 kind of like a prolonged year-long testimony or a year and a half and it's pretty awesome so so I was a student in the School of Ministry, probably this is in 2003. So quite a while ago. And it's a school of ministry that's up in Redding, California. And I was originally from Northern California. It was raining all winter and we decided to take a mission trip to Mexico. And so we were down in Mexico and it was during towards the end of the week and we went to bed in our little dorms which were like these triple bunk beds. They put all the guys in these triple bunk beds and I think I was on the top. So, and they're just metal, just wobbling all over. So, anyway, I had a dream that night. In the dream, God showed me this book of my life, and he said, this is the book of life. And he wrote, and he read this story about the next day. And the word just floated off the pages. And he said, in this day, he walked, and everybody he prayed for was healed. So then in the dream, I lived out that next day, and wherever I walked, people, they, they said, they lift up their shirt, there was metal, and they said, can this be healed? Like doubt only, can this be healed? And I said, yes, of course. And it just would disappear. Because I knew that, that already, there was faith because I knew it already happened. Because God showed me what would, what would happen. So then that dream goes on. And in the dream, I actually dream that I wake up. And I actually climb out of the bunk bed. I walk outside. And it's foggy. And, it, and it's raining. And... And the whole time so far, it's been sunny. And we're like, yes, sun, you know, we're in Mexico, and we're from Northern California. It was raining, so we're excited to have sun. So in the dream, I remember thinking, hey, we're sons and daughters of God. Let's just ask, let's command the clouds to open up and have the sun come out. So we all prayed. Lord, we command the, the clouds to open up and the sun to come out. And it opened up, and it was awesome. In the dream. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I wake up, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is, that was a fun dream. That's, wow, okay, let's just climb out of bed and see what it looks like outside. So I, so I walk out, and I walk outside, and it's foggy and misty, just like it was in the dream. And I think, okay, wow, God, you're doing something in that dream. I walk out, and there's this girl there, and her name is Faith, just by coincidence or divine appointment. And I said, hey, Faith, I just had this dream. It's raining. Like, why don't we just pray for the rain to stop? I shared my dream with her real quick, and we just said, rain stop, clouds open up, and we partnered together in prayer. The clouds stopped raining, and, and they opened up, and the sun came out. It was amazing. That's real life. So the interesting thing was that, that was really cool. I walked around the rest of the day just contemplating that um, and just kind of soaking and talking to God about it. Throughout the next year, God spoke to me a lot about it, and that summer I was actually in uh, Mozambique in uh, a small town. And we decided to go camping outside. And so we, just, we slept under this mountain. And this major storm, I don't know if it's a monster, it was just some gnarly storm, it just started blowing and the mudslides started coming down this hill. And we packed up our stuff as quick as possible and started walking. And I remember stopping in the middle of the darkness and just thinking about this thing with God the year before. And I said, wind stop, rain stop and it just stopped. And all around was just quiet, black. And I was just like, wow, God, you're so amazing. And really what that did, it just was a, a relationship, a, a com, uh, communication with God, and part of intimacy. And it was just really a special moment. I didn't really share about it with anybody for quite a while. Um, so fast forward now the next year. So I just want to point that out because at first it was a gift of faith and beginning with a dream of the next day. And there's nothing I could have done to make that dream happen. But what I did have control of was the actions and the steps that I took the next day with the rain and partnering with, with faith. Literally, and, the, and the, the girl faith, and literally with faith. <laughs> so, so that was key, right? So there's a gift of faith, you know, it's, it's no man can boast, it's a gift. But with the measure we're given, we do have control of our stewardship of that. So anyway, fast forward a year, we're here in uh, Mexico again, and it's all sunny and we go to the street called Revolution Street in Tijuana has anyone ever been there so it's it's a little gnarly there's a lot of prostitution one of our team members had a gun pulled on him cuz he was witnessing to somebody that was the prostitute and the pimp was mad and so they're they're fine but it was just a rough area and there was there was a couple hundred of us out in the street and it started pouring rain we had a a little platform set up and we had Sound equipment and people were going to preach and worship. And so we're all out there and it started pouring. Well, it slowly started raining and then it started getting worse and worse. And all of us were praying in a circle God, stop the rain. We need to stay out here because if it keeps raining, it's going to ruin the equipment and we would have to go and stop preaching. And so we all prayed and I was just thinking, why isn't it stopping? And I got a little upset. I said, We're all praying. We all have authority. Why isn't it stopping? And then I thought about Daniel and the Prince of Persia, just thoughts going through my mind of the prayers that were being held up in that book in the Bible. Daniel was praying and he prayed a prayer, but there was stuff going on in the heavenlies and his prayer was delayed. So I remember looking up and I never really suggested it to people, but I just instinctively did this in this moment. I don't think I've ever done it before that, maybe after even. And I just said, hey, you're going to let it stop raining right now. Or I will demonstrate your weakness and God's authority over you in front of all these people. Meaning, let our let our prayers, like we're praying and we have authority. So the rain needs to stop. So if there's something holding it up, just let it stop. Or else I'm going to show everybody that you're weaker than God, basically. And so I looked up and that's what I thought. And then I thought to myself, God, is this really your will? Like, do you want it to stop raining? Because I, I needed, if I was going to pray, I need to know is God's will which was what Chris was saying, and I believe Paris, just knowing the will of God. And so so I looked this is how it happened, which was pretty cool, is I looked at the people, I looked at the people that are almost passed out from being drunk, I saw the people that are gathering, I saw our church, our members, our people, the believers, and I thought, if we can't keep preaching, less people are going to be touched. We might not be able to reach all these people. And so there was this compassion... And I just felt love for these people and compassion. I said, you know, it's the will of God. It's simple. This is, this is hindering us from preaching the word. And so then I went up and I think Chad or Joaquin Evans' uh, uh, friends, they were preaching and they had the mic. And so I, I said, hey, let me, I have something to say. So I, so I looked at everybody and I said, and we had translators. I said, and it's pouring now. I said, hey, God's here. Do you guys want to see that Jesus is real? And, like, some people raised their hand. I said, he's real, and he's so real that he could, he's going to stop the rain right now. Would you like to see God stop the rain? And people raised their hands. And I said, in the name of Jesus, stop. Right when I said that, the rain literally just was silent. And when I looked up, there was a hole, a black hole uh, in the clouds. And the moon came out, and the stars came out pretty much within, like, 30, 20 seconds or less. So it stopped raining, and then this, it just became clear. And when I did that, it's awesome. Yeah, you could, Jesus is good. Um, when I did that, it was this big shout just went up because everyone realized, wow, God just showed up. Just roar came up from everybody. And that lasted for over a minute, just roaring. And Jesus and people started falling down. Then uh, Joaquiner, we were passing it off. I passed off the mic. And they did altar call upon altar call. And they said there was over a hundred. I don't think we have a real count, but people are getting saved out of balconies. People are coming up and giving life to God. People are getting healed, but it was stewardship of faith. And that stewardship of faith is in every area of our life. And this testimony is a testimony of Jesus, which is a test with his spirit of prophecy for you. Meaning there's faith being deposited. It's a gift and to take that gift and let it be activated and see what God is saying, where you can implement this faith, where you are in life right now. If it's wisdom, maybe it's for faith for a spouse, faith, faith for finances, faith for wisdom, faith for the kingdom to be demonstrated in your life. So I'm going to let Chris finish that up. Stay, here, stay, here, stay, stay, We're going we're gonna to jump into the word in just a
0: moment, but I want to I pray for a minute. I want to pray into this for a second. Stand to your feet. Let's just pray. Um, oh, I feel the anointing so strong. But would you pray? Pray over us. And I'm going to have them pray too.
1: Yeah, God. Jesus. So yeah, Lord, we look to you. We just put get and receive mode. And I want you just to know that faith is being deposited. And so Holy Spirit, we just invite you to increase our measure of faith, God, and, and increase our ability to take action. Jesus, Jesus, faith is being deposited. And God, those who are hearing and those that are feeling, God, I just pray, God, that they just feel and recognize that faith being deposited in them right now. Increase. Increase faith. Shura babashutura babashutura. Faith for today. Faith for today, God. Jesus, faith for now. <clears throat> Jesus, faith.
0: I want you to begin to declare right now over things that are reigning against the will of God in your life. And I want you to stop going into hope of like, God's gonna take care of this. See, Bobby could have been like, oh, well, I, if God really wants it, he's going to take care of it. God's a good God. He'll, he'll make something good happen. No, he recognized that something was standing in between him and the will of God being known. Something was standing between him and love being poured out. And he began to take authority over the problem. And he said, clouds be opened and rain stop. I want you to begin to declare with your own words out loud right now over family situations. Out loud right now over things in your life that seem like they're raining. Move out of hope into faith right now. Declare right now. Right now. I decree family restoration today in Jesus' name. People are going to receive text messages from family members today that are reconciling in Jesus' name. Today. Not tomorrow. Today. Within the next three hours, you'll receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Begin to declare. Begin to declare over your work. Declare. Say, I see business opportunities knocking at my door today, even on Sunday. Even on Sunday, God has put me in the right place at the right time. Not God will put me in the right place at the right time. Continue just for another 30 seconds. Just pray out loud. Pray out loud. If you don't know how to pray or what to pray, just pray in the spirit. Declare over this church community. Declare over the churches of Orange County. Thank you, Lord.
1: Faith to hear from God. Yeah, Lord. Faith for businesses. Faith for houses. Faith for breakthrough. Faith for spouses. This is you. Pick it up. God is releasing this. Faith for houses. Faith for spouses. (laughs) And faith for wisdom. Because God is depositing wisdom, which will give you the the character and to know what to do and when to do it. So we thank you for wisdom, God. Faith to hear the voice of God.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Faith says, I have it. Turn to your neighbor and say, I have it. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys can have a seat. Just keep soaking in that. Man, I appreciate that testimony. Give Bobby another clap. That was epic. See, faith begins where the will of God is known. If you know that God's called you to prosper, then you will have faith for prosperity. If you know that God wants you healed more than you want to be healed, you'll have faith for healing. A lot of people have hope for things, but do they have faith? Until you begin to operate in faith, you will not see the manifestation of the things that you're longing for. You might be encouraged. You might be happy. That's good. That's important. But faith moves you from, I'm in a good mood, God's in a good mood, to the thing that I was believing for is mine. Now, what's the purpose of these things? Galatians chapter 5, verse 6 says, faith works by love, or faith works through love. You see, faith is about serving other people. Faith is about you prospering in every area of life so much that you're able to serve other people. It's about you prospering in your faith so much that you go and you stop storms so people get saved. Now what storms are going on in the culture right now that you need to stop, that God's actually called you to put an end to? It was awesome. We were on the beach the other day, right? We're doing the revival nights and it was amazing miracles underneath the pier The gospel's being preached open-air people are prophesying people are healing all these miracles are breaking out a woman We got to watch her spine physically shift and move as she was being healed of scoliosis And she could watch her shoulder blades change right in front of her eyes right after this starts happening It felt like the ground started moving And I was like, wow, it feels like the ground's moving. I was like, Paris must be working out. No. Felt like the ground was moving. It's funny, the, the news calls, and you know, uh, like news and insurance, all these different things, they call earthquakes a, a, a work of God, an act of God. Hurricanes, all these kinds of things. What happens when you start to operate in faith And instead of the hurricane being called an act of God, one of you, someone like Jessica Skinner, stands on a beach and says, I'm going to command this hurricane to go back out to sea. And all of a sudden, the news says, you're a work of God. You're an act of God. The acts of God are in their mouth. Go with me to Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Did you like that prophetic word, Jessica? That was for you. Lord told me to say that. Man, he's faithful. Faith of God in you, part two. Romans chapter 10. Man, this is good. Bless the Lord. What do you mean Romans 10? We're going to be in Hebrews 11. Might go to a couple other verses. won't take forever, but if you get done before me, you know, it's okay. You can slip out or whatever. Verse 6, Romans chapter 10, verse 6. But the righteousness of faith speaks. Say speaks. You see, the righteousness of faith will always speak. When you know that you're righteous with God because of Christ's blood, you will begin to speak to impossibilities. The righteousness of faith speaks this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Some people don't like the word of faith. They're like, I don't like the word of faith. I don't like those name it, claim it people. Guess what? Jesus was a name it, claim it person. He was a name it, claim it person for you. He declared things that are still happening in the earth. God is a name it, claim it person. God began in Genesis chapter 1. It says, and God spoke and said, light. Hebrew word is uh, ur, light. He spoke and there was no argument. Light. Light was. Light is and light always will be. He did that for you and me. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. What is this talking about? This is talking Paul the Apostle is writing this to the Roman church that he hasn't even been with. He hasn't gotten to hang out with them yet. He's like, I'm so excited to come to you. I'm going to impart some spiritual gifts among you. That's that's faith, isn't it? He's like, I'm going to come and God is going to do miracles in your midst. You get to say stuff like that everywhere you go. You get to say, hey guys, guess what? Because I work here, God's going to bless this business. Do not say in your heart who's going to send or who's going to descend. What does that mean? That's the formula of religion. Religion says, I'm going to go up to heaven. I'm going to be all this special stuff. I'm going to go. I'm going to make it happen. Faith says, because God has already given me all things in Christ, I now can do all things with Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Every religion on the face of the planet is based upon what you can do to get closer to God. Christianity, following Jesus, is what God has done to come into your life. To free you from every bondage, to free you from every restriction, every addiction. Depression, anxiety, fear, worry. Jesus came to liberate you from those things. He's actually convinced he did a good job. As soon as we see and know that he did a good job, those Weights that oh, so easily ensnare begin to fall off because we begin to behold Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Hebrews twelve, verse one and two. What does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Turn to your neighbor, and say the words near you. The words in you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be whole. Greek word there, sozo, means whole, body, soul, and spirit, whole. It actually also means prospered. We talk about prosperity in church and people get a little, little nervous. But you talk about prosperity at your workplace all the time. You talk about your cars. You talk about, man, it would be really cool to have that nice car. You stare at nice cars driving down the road where you wish you could have it. It's like fine out there, but as soon as you talk about it in church, you think it becomes evil. know, <laughs> Prosperity, if, if, if I were to sit here and say, I'm going to give you a million bucks, how many of you guys would turn it down? couple of people are like, in their heart, they're like, I would turn it down because maybe it's given for the wrong reasons. But as soon as you give God the first fruits of your increase, that which was evil had automatically becomes good. Oh, man. That which was worldly all automatically becomes sanctified. It's not sanctified because you touch it. It's actually sanctified because you give the first fruits. See, you wouldn't turn down a million dollars if I offered to give it to you. But prosperity only becomes a problem when somebody else is given the million dollars and not you. <laughs> go with me to Genesis chapter 4. You want some scripture for this? Genesis 4. We're gonna go there. Genesis chapter 4. So we're like why do they preach about prosperity all the time in the church? Because God wants you prospered. You know, nobody gave Billy Graham problems with his wealth. He's a very rich man, like financially wealthy. No one gave him any problems about it. They only give people problems that actually preach that you're going to prosper too. Okay, go with me to Genesis chapter 4. Verse 1, now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. She bore again this time brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground of the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel in his offering. What's the difference? Cain gave leftovers, and Abel gave the best. The first. Very quiet in here. And God did not respect Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will not you be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, but you shall rule over it. Cain talked with Abel, his brother, came to pass when they're in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. That's called jealousy at somebody else's prosperity and blessing. That's called jealousy at somebody else's faith. Because faith works through love. Abel loved the Lord and wanted to walk with the Lord and brought him the best of the best, the first fruits of his increase. He gave him the best, the first. And in giving the best, his sacrifice was accepted. See, God could have demanded everything, but God only demanded the best. Why? So that it wouldn't ensnare you and me. Okay, let's keep going. Back to Romans chapter 10. That was a side message, but it was a good one. Some of you are like, tithing is not even... I'm going to go there. Tithing isn't, isn't part... Tithing is part of the law. You just read about it right there. That's before the law. Jesus said in Matthew 23, verse 23, he says, hey, you Pharisees, you religious guys, you tithe on mint and dill and all these little things that you're increased in. You give a tenth of everything you have. But you neglect the weightier manners of the law, like compassion and kindness. You ought to do the first things without neglecting the compassion and the love. He said you ought to keep doing these things, Matthew 23, 23. All right, let's keep going. So back, back, that's just the side message. I used to not believe in these things, and I was continually poor. But Chris, God doesn't really care about your money. No, God actually paved heaven with gold. So if heaven is really invading earth, then what are you called to pave culture with? If heaven is invading earth, then what are you called to pay of culture with? Uh, go, go with me to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. We're going to keep, keep reading here. I know we're going. It's, oh, it's 1146. It's like, uh, I'm a little hungry. You know, like, you know in China they do church for like eight hours because they love Jesus. It's not about being there for eight hours. But, you guys, this is a tiny bit of time out of your life. You go to school, you watch TV for 25 hours a week. I'm not looking at anybody. You're on Facebook for 80 hours a week. Instagram. You make your kids go to school where they learn about the devil's power in the earth. But then you go to church and you're like, man, if it's it's any longer than an hour and 15 minutes, I'm out of there. Turn to your neighbor and say, now faith. now faith. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Substance, hupo tasso, reality, person. Things hoped for, el piso is the Greek word. Hope is the, the joyful expectation of good. The evidence of things not seen. Some versions say the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony, or they obtained approval. Verse 3, by faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. I talked about that earlier in Genesis 1. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abel, we talked about this already, offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away, so he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. I'm looking forward to the day that, you know, I come to church, and you're like, Where, where'd Tim Kenner go? And they're like, oh, he disappeared last week. I, like, an angel came, grabbed him, took him to heaven. I don't know if he's going to come back, but Mary's like, he better come back. That's, that's in the Bible. You know, in our culture today, we don't believe the Bible. The reason why we don't believe is because we don't take time to read it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you would take the time to read it, you would actually start to realize that it's true. I had to surrender to God when I was 19 years old. I was a philosophy major. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to make money so I could go surfing all day. I was like, I'm going to make money and I'm going to marry the prettiest girl I can find and I'm going to figure out a way just to go surfing all day. Why? Because life was all about me. Jesus came and rebuked me. He said, Chris, you're not only lying to me, you're lying to yourself if you're saying that you're serving me. I love you so much that I'll let you keep going the way you're going. But you know the end of it. That's his words. You know the end of it. I knew in that moment that my life was on a slippery slope towards an eternal destination that I did not want to go to. And God was rebuking me saying, don't go this way anymore. Now, God's not going to control anybody. He's not going to hogtie anybody and make them go to heaven. All roads don't lead to the same place. But see, we don't believe the Bible. I had to surrender my understanding to God. I'm a philosophy major. I study ideas and thoughts. I had to say, God, I don't know if this word is completely true, but I'm going to choose to believe that it is. Because your word says that it is. Your word says all scripture is God-breathed. And God ain't a liar. Turn to your neighbor and say, God ain't a liar. Some of you guys, that's the first time you ever said ain't in your life. It's awesome. God ain't a liar. God-breathed. It's God-breathed. Enoch was taken. That's incredible. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now, I believe it's also impossible without love, but if you have love, you will have faith. A lot of people say they love God, but the evidence of your love for God is going to manifest in faith. Some people, they don't believe that healing's for today. You know, like, I don't really believe healing's for today. You put a great post up about it. I love that. I don't believe healing's for today. Well, then why do you go to the hospital? Some of you don't believe that God's will is that people would be physically whole. Well, then why do you go to the hospital? You're arguing with God's will. You're fighting against God if you believe that sickness comes from God. Why do you go to work if you believe that God doesn't want you rich? Some of you are like, I I don't go to work, I just live off of other people's giving. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back in the world, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Oh, my dad texted me, that's beautiful. Hope all is well, no problem with the earthquakes. Love you three. I just had a daughter, it's awesome, I get to pray with her every morning. I've been teaching my daughter how to smile. You know your father's trying to do that to you too? God's a good God. God's a happy God. He's really happy. What's that? He is teaching us to smile. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. If you want to put a smile on God's face, start operating in faith. Start operating in faith for other people. Let your faith overflow in your own life. You get blessed and they get blessed too. It's impossible for you to bless people if you're not living in the blessing. God said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great and you shall be a blessing in Genesis chapter 12. Then in Genesis chapter 14, Abraham wins a battle and he actually meets this king called Melchizedek, who literally means king of righteousness. He meets this king and it says of Abraham that he gave him a tenth of everything he had. Now, Abraham, the next moment, might have been worrying about how he's going to pay his bills. But what happens? The Lord actually appears to Abraham in Genesis 15. Mind you, the Lord appeared to him. That's scriptural. If God would appear to Abraham, what do you think he'll do with you and for you? Jesus is real, you guys. He's alive. He appears to him and says, Abraham, don't you worry. I'm going to make you exceedingly rich. That's actually what it says in the Bible. Go read it on your own time. Genesis 15. If you're taking notes, write it down. We're going to pray for people in just a moment for healing. Um, God's going to do miracles. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe what? That he is. That he is what? All the things that he says he is. Healer. He named himself healer before you were born. He named himself healer before you had faith to be healed. He named himself prosperity, prosperer, before you had faith to believe in prosperity. El Shaddai literally means the all-sufficient or the overflowing one. Cover your ears if you're under 18 or something, but it literally means the one with many breasts. Now, my wife feeds our daughter regularly. There is always more than enough for our daughter. Some of you are like, man, I just wish I had somebody rich that would come along and mentor me. I I thought about that the other day. I was like, man, I just wish I had somebody that could help me out and teach me different things. And I was like, God's like, what about me? Without faith, it's impossible. You must believe that he is, and that what? He is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. Diligently. Like Peter. If that's you, I want to come out in the water. Come. Diligently. Stepping out of the boat by faith. This is really good you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna land it in just a moment by faith Some of you guys are getting nervous by faith Noah Being divinely warned of things not seen moved with godly fear and prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he Condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith by faith Abraham Obeyed and went out. Let me go back to Noah Noah built an ark that saved his family You are called to build an ark that saves a generation the word there, crematizo in the Greek, it says forewarned, literally means to consult about worldly affairs, to, to consult through godly oracle, and to consult about money. If you're in this room, maybe God actually wants you to build things that are going to bring people through turmoil. A story of George Mueller. You guys know the, the great prayer man, George Mueller. Is in the UK. He would pray for provision every day, and he would believe God. And he end up feeding, I believe, like thousands of orphans every single day. It was interesting. He would, he would have money to do things, but if the need wasn't immediate, if someone came to him with a need, he said, oh, this is not for my need. This must be for yours. What happens is you start to prosper so much that people walk in the door of your house, your church, your workplace, and you begin to answer the, answer the problems in their life. I remember one time this guy came here to church. Somebody gave him a word. They said, God's going to give you a new car. They gave him a prophetic word. He needed a new car. They said, I just feel like God's going to give you a new car. Guess what? Somebody at the end of church walked up to him and said, is your name Noah? He said, yeah, my name's Noah. He says, come out in the parking lot. I have a car I'm supposed to give you. Some of you guys know that story. What happens if you start to be the blessed sore instead of the one that's longing to be blessed? Yeah. See, the one that's longing to be blessed is the one who's in hope, but the blessed sore is the one who lives in faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham obeyed, he went to a place, he received his inheritance. Sarah believed she received and conceived seed, even though she was too old. Abraham. Believed God, it was accredited to him as righteousness. Go with me back to Romans chapter 10. We're going to land the plane. Confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes, under righteousness and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. I love that we've taken that as a simple formula to get people saved. And it actually works. We go to people, we share the gospel with them, have them pray in a moment. But that verse is actually more action packed than we realized for all of life. If we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth, Your heart believes that you're in union with God. And your mouth begins to confess the works of God. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What are you speaking to today? All right, let's just pray. Um, I could go on. I could preach for 10 hours. We have to know that Jesus truly died for our sins and was resurrected and coming back and he's coming to rule and reign. He literally is coming to rule and reign. Some of us have hope in that, but we don't have faith in it. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus personally, could you, you guys, I, I, there's people moving around. I'm about to do an altar call. I know some people have babies and stuff. If you have to slide out with a baby, I understand. But I'm about to do an altar call, so I'd appreciate it if you didn't move right now for just a moment. Why? Why? Because people are about to get saved. If you're here and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, or if you're here and you've walked away, the Bible commands you to follow him. The Bible commands that you must be born again. If you've never been born again, you don't know if this is your last day on earth. You don't know. And if you're here right now, I have a responsibility to give a calling for you to come home. Why? Because God gave a calling for you to come home in his son on the cross 2,000 years ago. He declared that you were worth his death. He declared that you were worth his life and his death. And he resurrected, he's alive, he's coming back. And he's coming back to see if there's faith in the earth. Will he find faith in you in his resurrection? Will he find it? If you're here today and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, I want you to be bold right now. Why? Because Jesus was bold. He said, come and follow me. He says, if you don't forsake family, you don't forsake friends, you're not even worthy to follow me. That's a heavy statement. What does that mean? That literally means you don't care what people think as much as you care about what God thinks. You don't care about the fear of people. You're saying, I want to follow Jesus. If you're here today and your life doesn't look like heaven, your life looks like hell. If you're here today and you're not born again, you've never surrendered your life to him. I want you to just stand to your feet right now. Just, I'm going to let it sit for the next 20, 30 seconds. Just go and stand to your feet. Anywhere in this room, if you're like, I want to I give everything to Jesus. If your heart's trembling and shaking, that's because God's talking to you. Just begin to pray all around the room. The Lord's moving on people right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for those people receiving him right now. No, thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All over this room, anywhere within the sound of my voice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. there's at least two people here and you don't know the Lord. You legitimately don't know the Lord. You need to respond right now. If that's you, you're like, I I don't know the Lord. This is your moment right now. My moment was at 19 years old in my college apartment where I I said I was a Christian and God spoke to me and says, no, you're not. God's speaking to you right now. If that's you, just put your hand up. We're just going to pray for you right where you're at. Right where you're at. Put your hand up quickly. Put your hand up. You're like, that's me. That's me. All right, I did my part. I pray for you, whoever you are. I pray that you would surrender your life to Jesus. I pray for you. Because God's mercy only lasts in this lifetime. I pray for you in Jesus' name. I want to pray for healing for some folks. Um, if you're here right now and you have any type of um, issue with the gallbladder, if Jesus were here and he said, I'm healing your gallbladder, you'd be like, That's me, that's me, that's me, that's crazy, that's amazing. I'm going to stand, that's me. If you have any issue with your gallbladder, quickly just stand up. Any issues with the gallbladder? Man, I feel the anointing really strong. Praise the Lord. Oh, he's already, I could see the joy. He's already touched you. I could see the joy on you, Michelle. I could see the joy. I didn't know you had a gallbladder problem. Any issues also with the other bladder? I heard the Lord say other bladder. If that makes sense to you, go ahead and stand quickly. Don't be ashamed. Other bladder issues. Quickly, stand. Thank you. Uh, daughter, I don't know what's been going on, but for three years there's been an issue. He's going to touch it all today. It's all disappearing completely today. He's touching it all. What's your name? Cheyenne, he's touching you today, daughter. He's going to do it. Uh, also, anyone with the issues with their throat? I thought about even cancer of the throat, but any issues with the throat? Go ahead and stand quickly. Oh, that's you. Bless the Lord. Oh, you just sat for a sec. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah, I feel the anointing really strong. Thank you, Lord. Um, God also told me, he said, pray for eyes again. We prayed last week for eyes. Go and stand up. Any issues with the eyes, go and stand up. And also any issues with scoliosis, uh, curvature of the spine. I've watched God uh, correct people's vision. They have glasses. They don't need them anymore. We've seen Jesus do incredible things. We watched that scoliosis straighten at the pier the other night. If God can straighten scoliosis in a pier, he can surely straighten it in a nightclub. If you're around these people, you are the prayer team right now. Look at your hands if you're around them. Say, these hands are powerful. The people that are standing, I do not want you to pray. I want you to relax. You do not need to pray right now. You've already prayed enough. You've already prayed enough if you're standing. If you're around them, go and put lay hand on them. Just become aware of the presence of God. Don't pray just yet. Just become aware of God's presence. Just become aware. However you become aware, just become aware. Jesus is the healer. He wants them healed more than you do. Feel God's compassion for them. Before you pray, don't pray just yet. Just feel God's compassion. Don't pray just yet. You guys are getting ahead of me. Just feel God's compassion. All right, go ahead and just decree over them. We release healing in Jesus' name. We command every affliction to go. We command eyes to be made whole. We command throats to be made whole. We command... Uh, someone's being healed in their feet as well. You didn't stand for this, but your feet i like, didn't call out. Your feet were just healed. Just check your feet out. Yeah, just check them. The Lord's healed your feet. Just check your feet and in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody, you're in step and your right knee is messed up. The Lord just healed and corrected it. Just begin to move around right now. He just healed your knee and he healed your step. In Jesus' mighty name. Your, your knee's healed, your step is healed. Yeah, all over this room, migraine headaches were just healed. I lift them off in Jesus' name. Daughter, you've been healed by stripes. There's another woman with a tailbone issue and it radiates out to the left. Yeah, the Lord Jesus healed you. Right now, you are healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right, do me a favor. Stop praying. This is the most important part. How do you know if you have a million dollars in your bank account? You check. Sometimes you don't feel the direct deposit. Sometimes, you, sometimes somebody tells you about it. Guess what? Jesus just direct deposited you. You need to check your body right now. Do what you couldn't do before. Check your throat, check your thyroid, whatever it is, a growth and the thyroid's gone. Just check it right now. And if you're in this room and the Lord just did something, you're like, Oh my gosh, I would say that I'm 80% healed or more. You know, if you feel anything different, put one hand up. But if you're 80% healed or more, wave both hands over your head. Right now. Thank you, Father. Look all over the room. Look all over the room. This is incredible. Give Jesus a shout. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is awesome. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the service to just value you guys' time. We send you guys out with blessing. If you want more prayer for healing, prayer team, come on up. They're going to pray for you. We love you guys. Come next week. Come to Revival Nights on Friday. We're going to do miracles at the pier. God bless you. We love you. We honor you. You guys enjoy your week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, we're going to have Howard's class on fermentation and gut health. If you're interested in that, wondering what kombucha is for and all that goodness, go to the class. It'll start in about five minutes in the middle of the sanctuary. Can you also look, make sure you grab all the trash that's around your feet. Don't leave anything behind.